Are you looking for a little escape? Want to see something? This is You don't see every day. Are you ready for a whole new Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan is ripped. To the world, he's a hero. But to this man, he's history. Zeus. Stand back. Way back. Get ready for the battle no ropes can hold. No ring. No referee. No rules. Gentlemen, it's time. No holds barred. This is an unprecedented display of strength and determination. It's a podcast going at you live at three quarters strength. It's a rip a Monday. It's a rip a Monday. Here, uh, rounding out WWE Easter with our last film. It's your pick. It was my pick. We called an audible at the line. Well, you called an audible. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, this is all in, week. in your hands. The Royal Week. Yeah. This. But we ended up getting to watch the No Royal Holds Barred. Uh, nice. So, well, we watched... Uh, we the, watched No Holds Bird. No Holds Bird. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Hulk Hogan, the seminal Hulk Hogan classic... Possibly the original WWE film now. So oh, it's not, a, it's not possible. It, it is the first it's WWE. The WWE. It's the, the, the original? They Well, they've rebranded it as a WWE film, but this was... Before it was the Spike League joint. Vince and Hogan, obviously, are huge. <laughs> Warner Herzog's the whole Vince part. Have any, like, does he have a producer credit on this or anything? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see it in the opening. So. What's his name? Gary Jangles, or whatever the cat's name is. I don't even is, know how to do it. Get ready for this movie. Well, then again, at the same time, like, you know, they were so weird back then with kayfabe and stuff. Yeah. I bet you, like, even if Vince was a producer, they probably used, like, a fake name or something. Oh, like, he has, like, a pseudonym, yeah. like, Jim. Well, like, Vince Jim Man. <laughs> well, you remember, like, back then, he was, like, the announcer. Yeah. Like, I didn't know he owned the company until years what's, later. What's Trump's uh, nom de plume? It's, oh, like, it? David Dennis or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something All like used for shutting up. Porn Stiglitz. Stiglitz? Yeah. Hugo Stiglitz. Everyone knows Hugo Stiglitz. So what did you all watch this week? I watched one film. You didn't watch the Workaholics movie. I thought you were going to watch it. No, I was going to. I didn't know they had a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I watched uh, Alien. Supposed to be good. Tom Skerritt's Alien. (laughs) Oh, that's a Tom Skerritt vehicle? I didn't know. Uh, I watched the director's cut. Which movie has more headbands? This movie or Alien? This movie. No Holds Bar has more Aliens headbands. might have more headbands. Alien has a headband. No, there's only one. Only, um, what's his name? Only um, Parker rocks a headband. Really? That, yeah. I could have sworn that Scarrett has a headband at some point. I don't think Scarrett rocks a headband. But Hogan's got a new headband. Dallas. Like Dallas, right? Hogan's got a new headband in like, not only every scene, but like every he has time a, he changes a the morning head. headband. Yeah, oh my god. He's got sadness headbands. <laughs> His fucking do-rags and headbands. And, oh, we'll get into it. It's but yeah, amazing. So Alien, uh, the director's cut, and I haven't watched the original in a while, but the director's cut, the, the regular cut, the theatrical, didn't have the scene where she finds Dallas, right? I don't think I've don't ever think seen so. the director's cut. Do you recall her finding Dallas? The city? 
No, no, the Tom, Tom Skerritt. Skerritt. No, I don't think that's I in the... I don't remember. So no. in the director's cut, when she's like getting ready to prep the ship and get GTFO, yeah. she comes across Dallas hung up on the wall, mm. and he mutters, kill me, kill me. That's cool. Which kind of I, makes... Maybe I have seen that. That sounds familiar. But it, it makes the alien scene make more sense, because now she knows right. kind of what the fuck's going on. Here's something else I never noticed about Alien, and I love Alien, there's, right? There's an alien in it. There's an alien in it, right? The ship. The, yes. the ship that's traveling, right? Yeah. The ship... The, the, where all the alien... The one they went to investigate. Oh, right? yeah, the, yeah right, the, right, right. The derelict ship. When they're exploring it, right? They find the dude in the chair, chest burst out, right? You're talking about the space jockey? Space jockey, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. When um, Kane... Where's Kane? Walks over to... When they're exploring... When he goes down into the hold that's got all the eggs... Mm-hmm. That's not like a hat. That's like an alien blood burned through hole right. through the yeah. floor. Oh, you didn't get you just. I never noticed that oh, before. Yeah, I yeah. assumed that they were just transporting all the eggs. And then you're like, "We're the engineers, right?" <laughs> but I mean, so I guess I guess this sort of frames in a whole nother. I always thought they were transporting the eggs for like reasons of war. No, that's. I think you're you're pulling that in from your the comic books. Yeah, yeah. That so, was always the plot of the comic book. So this guy gave birth presumably to a queen. Mm-hmm. She burrowed down there, laid all those eggs. That makes sense. And then that's the queen they find in the Aliens. Apparently, the director's cut is a minute shorter than the theatrical cut. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. But anyway, that movie is still enjoyable. I think we say it every time we talk about the movie, the scene where they're eating and just hanging out and jaw and just bullshitting oh, on that table is they should teach that scene they should they yeah. should amazing. I mean the design is amazing like the it's kind of like a, a jaw situation too because you don't really see the alien all that nice I think I was reading a cracked article where they're talking about one of the miniatures it might be the Nostromo mm-hmm. it was just at some dude's driveway for like 30 years he bought oh, it that like yeah beat up yeah and they restored it like wow. it was in a bar for oh a my god while. yeah so there's one thing I noticed and I don't know why I haven't noticed it before, but in the first, in the wake-up scene, where he's coming out of cryosleep or whatever, I never noticed how, like, Ash is just sleeping like you would anticipate a robot would sleep. Oh, I never yeah. thought about that. Like, he's just sort of, like, the, like, everybody else is kind of... Ian Holmes a very underrated villain in movie history. Oh my history. god, he's so menacing. The fucking, fucking magazine. Scene. Also, that they had magazines in space now is hysterical. But yeah. Right. Ian but, Holm's a good actor. He's, yeah. uh, he, he's in the fifth element. But that, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. That's a lot of, How'd you forget? We just watched it. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like, I think it was Frodo. I forget that he's also the yeah. priest or whatever. The um, Yeah, he's a major character in that but movie. God, is that movie... God, alien. It is weird that, like, that guy has been in a ton of shit. Yeah. And, like, all anyone ever thinks about is him as being fucking Frodo... Or, not Frodo, Bilbo. Yeah. And, like, he's not even in those movies for very long. He's only Bilbo and like... Mm. Like what? The opening scene of the first one, right? Yeah. And the end of the third one? Yeah, he's... Well, he's... I think he shows up... I think he might show up in all three, but, like, very briefly. But... No, he doesn't... You're right. The first and the third, but he's not... He's with the elves in the third, right? Yeah. I did also look up... So, afterwards, I was like, I want that, um... Harry Dean Stanton Nostromo hat, which is extremely expensive to find yeah. online. Well, you should just buy that patch that you showed me and <laughs> get a trucker hat yeah. and sew it on there. So, as I was searching for it online, apparently in the movie Fletch, mm-hmm. there's a scene where Chevy Chase's character Fletch is yeah. wearing that Nostromo hat. I've never seen Fletch. I've not seen, seen it in like a very long oh, time. I feel Wait, good, Ian Holmes in Brazil. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And Naked Who's Watch. He in Brazil? He's, uh... He is... One of the... I forget the character, but he's... He's... he's uh, what's the main guy's name? David 
Pierce Price. Yeah, the Price, Jonathan Price. Price. Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price. He he works with Jonathan Price, I think. Okay. I remember I I remember his face. Who was he in Naked Lunch? Uh, standby. He was the lunch. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you didn't watch anything else. That was it. Just love love me some alien. Watch any TV? Mm, no, no, just kids shows. Mm. Really not bad. Oh, bad news bears. Yeah, yeah, we can do. Sure. Uh, I watched Walk Hard. That's a good movie. Yeah, we've I've, talked. About I've that. heard that that's a good movie. Movie just continuously gets funnier. Like I don't, I don't know if there's a better comedy of this era, era than uh, air rip, air, air rip, <laughs> than Walk Hard. Like last like twenty years. It's maybe. so good. After you had talked it up, I had watched it again on Netflix, and I was just like. Shocked! It we could watch it right now, and yeah. we'd all still it's laugh. It's literally just joke, 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 and they all. Laugh. It's like it's so funny, even though uh, it's still a better biopic than Ray and Walk the Line. But like the way they reintroduce him at the end from the fucking rap samples got me hard. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like there's something like charming and disarming about his character's sure. portrayal. Like, it's just so, like, and I with him the whole time. And I don't shoot crystal meth. <laughs> John, you gotta go and not once paid for drugs. Not <laughs> once. John C. Riley is just so fucking good. I wish he'd get more dramatic roles. He's, uh... Well, I mean, he's in a lot, like, he's in the early P.T. Anderson yeah, stuff. we need to talk about Kevin. I mean, yeah, he's good. That movie's good. not great, but him and Tilda Swinton are good. He's, What's that one movie where... He's good in, uh... Oh, what the fuck's it? Serious? No. Uh, Cyrus. Oh. Seen Cyrus? No. no. Is that a good? It's with Jonah Hill and yeah. him. It's pretty good. Have you ever seen there's a movie with him and Sean William Scott where they're uh, competing for this like assistant manager at a grocery store? Alec loves that movie. It's that such a great bad. movie. I, like, I've, I've seen, seen the, I promotion? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it's I called. watched like half of it and I fell asleep. It's not because it was bad. It's just I started it at like two in the morning. I tried to watch Jet Li and Jason Statham's War because that's on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. But the audio mix is fucked up, and like you can't hear anything. Is that the one where he? No, that's the one. That's the one. It's like assassins, they're like <laughs> yeah, stalking each other or something. Yeah, it's right? like a perfect mole movie. Ooh. I was thinking since we're in WWE, they're like, why doesn't WWE buy the rights to Street Fighter and make a fucking Street Fighter movie with all the wrestlers? Yeah, you have yeah. Cena, could be Guile, you can have Rusev, you got Zangief. Yeah, you can have fucking you can have Roddy uh, Strong and Atami as Ken and Ryu because they don't have, have to talk. Jinder uh, as Dalsim. Yeah, or no, Jinder can be Sagat because he's so big. Have one yeah. of the Singh brothers be Dalsim. Yeah, that would make more sense. Good. Have you played Have you played Street Fighter Five? Dalsim's got like a beard. No, I played it at your house. He looks awesome when you first got it, and yeah. like it took like twenty five minutes to load a match. Now it's awesome, but yeah, it took him took him almost two years. Oh, to I watched Miss Forty Five. It's on YouTube. I did watch that. that? Oh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's an Abel Ferrara joint. It's really good. Yeah, I have it on this really. It's awful one of those Abel Ferrara type movies where a woman gets treated very badly. It, and it's like revenge. I don't know if it's like the first of its kind, but it's definitely one of the early like. 70s chick revenge yeah, movies. Yeah, she's in um like like uh, I spit on your grave. Yeah. And, oh, okay. She's uh she's in the Driller Killer, right? Zoe, what's her face? She's dead now. Yeah, she she passed. But the, remember the girl that was doing heroin in the Driller Killer? Or no, yeah. Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's the, the one she's in actually the, doing the, heroin yeah. in Bad Lieutenant. The good looking girl. Yeah, we we watched it on the show. I just didn't know if I missed. I'm a, I don't know. No. I know I watched Porta Call New Orleans. No, you. No, were we here. watched Bad Lieutenant up for the show for oh. sure. Remember Hard Eight? 
That was another good John C. I was just, I just said like P.T. Anderson, his early stuff. Oh, was that a P.T. Anderson movie? Mm-hmm. Zoe Lund is her name. The first P.T. Anderson movie, if memory serves. I didn't realize that. He's in that. He's in Magnolia. He's in Boogie Nights, obviously. He's yeah. great and all that stuff. But he's he's kind of playing a comedic role in Boogie Nights, though. Like, but, 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 yeah. but sort of the same way Mike, Marky Mark is. I mean, sort no, of like, Marky Mark has a lot kind of darker of a role. Man, there's than, still kind of that tragic, like, he was. Yeah, I mean, the whole movie's kind of tragic, right. but, like. I agree. He's a little bit more funny than everybody yeah. Like, but uh, Miss Forty Five. So that's the first time you ever seen that. Correct. That's good. I have the worst. Yeah, she's really good for a non-actor. Yeah. I mean, she's not like doing a whole lot of talking in that movie. But, but it's full of the stuff that we love from Abel Ferrara, yeah. like the grim, like dirtiness of New York. Oh yeah, like, like the, the a New York that like I never experienced. Sure. By the time the first time I went to New York, it was Giuliani, New York, yeah. and it was all cleaned up. And it's it's a very like grimy exploitation movie. Yeah. It doesn't really waste a lot of time with things. No. It's it's weird because I think that's his first feature after The Driller Killer. I yeah, think. I think you're right. And it's such a like remarkable improvement from that movie because that movie is fucking trash. It's so bad. But like, I've read so many def- defenses of that movie and it's like I don't see it. No, I don't either. And I love Abel Ferrara. Yeah. And I mean... You know, I own The Driller Killer. Yeah. But I only you watched bought, your copy of it. I, I only bought it because... <laughs> I was like, well, I love all this guy's other stuff. Like, this has got to be good. Yeah. And I think I said this at the time when we recorded the show. Like, it's a movie that, like, um, especially this is kind of like, I would say, pre, pre to early internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a movie, The Driller Killer was a movie that everyone talked about. Yeah, it's on, like the, a, on the message board. The video nasties yeah. is what people would call it. And it was a movie that you, like, had to oh, see. Oh, yeah, she doesn't talk, I forgot, because she's mute. <laughs> that's why oh, yeah, she, yeah, that's, that's right. why she's getting a... A better performance. Um, but yeah, no, Driller Killer is awful, but, you know, like, we, we found in our month, like, most of his other work is He's is got a good. nun thing, too. I don't know if he just likes the... Well, I think he was raised Yeah, I mean, we all were, but... Look at, isn't that a cool shot? That was a cool fucking <laughs> shot. You should watch it. It's on YouTube. It's, it's good that it's, it's on It's short, YouTube. too. It's only, like, 80 minutes. I think it's, yeah, it's 86 minutes. Nuns. Big fan. Yeah, good movie. It's a, I think, another movie that's criminally not released in like a high quality Blu-ray. Yeah, I wonder. If I think there's the a rights g- for his shit is tied up somewhere. I think there's a German release, but I don't think there's. I know there's not a domestic release. 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 <laughs> not to go back to the John C. Riley. Did you guys see Cedar Rapids in our? Show? Yeah, it's great. I love Cedar Rapids. Good. Oh, I have. Yeah, it's a guy that made Youth and Revolt. That movie about... that you that you hate. Wait, what you don't like Youth and Revolt. I never saw. I movie. thought you said you didn't like it. Maybe it was Alec. Youth of Revolt. That's what John. No, it's Michael Cera. John with the mustache. mustache. No, it's Michael, Michael Cera. Yeah, and he's like, it's like a weird sort of Tyler Durden situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've never seen. Oh, that. it's so good. What else did he make? He made Cedar Rapids. He made something else that's like the same kind of tone. It's like very offbeat. But anyway, Cedar Rapids is fucking awesome. You just love Cedar Rapids. It's good. It's really good. Uh, I'll check it out. I don't know and John C. Riley basically plays Anthony in that movie. <laughs> oh, good. Because he gets drunk and he's just like really gregarious. It's hilarious. He's didn't, gregarious did, and hilarious. Didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. All the time. Uh, anything else, Sean? No, that was it. Uh, I, wa- I watched one film. Film? Uh, well, actually, no, I take that back. I watched two movies. Ooh. Two movies? Two things? I have, two I things? Have to, uh, for the first one, I'll make it brief. Four um, and I have to thank Sean for this one, because he's like, hey, this movie's on Netflix now. And it's a movie that I own, I think, three <laughs> different ways. But like, it was like late, uh, I think, Tuesday night before the snow. And I was like, I'm going to watch something. Uh, I watched Battle Royal 2. Battle Royal 2! Which is a movie that I, still gotta watch I that. fucking love. And I, do, I think... 
All right, so... Do you like it better than the first one? No. No, no, not at all. But I don't don't think that people understand what's good about Battle Royale 1. Because people act like Battle Royale 1 is this, like, classic, and it's a great movie. I enjoy it. It's a schlocky exploitation movie. Exactly. And that's exactly what the second one is. In fact, it's more insane. Like, it's what you want out of a sequel where it is just bonkers and it's it's like ridiculous why would you ever do this and it opened it's also the most it is the most anti-american movie i have ever seen in my life and the opening shot is two giant towers getting bombed and this came out i think the year before 9-11 Probably so but the whole movie is about how america sucks and how america just relentlessly bombs other countries for no reason and the end of this movie are they still salty about that whole oh yeah they're a little they're a little sore (laughs) but I I really like this movie Battle Royale 2 came out in 2003 so post post 9-11 it uh it has a subtitle Requiem well that that's the that's like so both of them have a Requiem cut that's like a direct cut type thing which one of the football scene this one. Got it. Well, both... Well, no, the first one had a basketball scene. Right. So this this movie does do the Home Alone thing. It kind of drives me crazy, where they, they repeat a lot of beats from the first one, which is something I can't stand. But I think this one, like, leans into it so much that it's, like, absurd. Because it, it's not a football. It's a... It's a, a rugby a ball. A rugby ball. Does, yeah. is that, does that have, yeah, like... Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. just called a rugby ball? I think ball? it's just called a rugby so, ball. So, like... It's called a rugby? <laughs> right? I don't know. So... They have, they have this rugby ball that the kid, the first kid that gets killed has it, and then they all, like, they huddle around it. But, like, it's comical how much it shows up in the movie. Like, they know that it's fucking I think you dumb. talked about this, but it said, so, the director... He died. He died after shooting... He shot a scene with Beat Takashi. Is Beat Takashi in the movie? He's, he's got, the, he's got very, the rugby ball, right? No, no, no. That's, that's Ricky Taguchi. Oh, Beat Takashi... Well, Beat Takashi, of course, was in the first yeah, one. Yeah, he was yeah. the teacher in the first one. And, um... So he's in, like, a flashback because one of the characters is his daughter. Yeah. Like, if you remember... Do you, do you remember the, the... You both have seen the original, though. Right? Yeah, I got a funny story about the original one. So, the, that subplot of B. Takashi's character with the painting, and he loved, like, the one girl that ends up surviving. Yeah. So, like, the subplot to his daughter is, like, she's she she purposely enters herself into the program because she wants to, like, bond with her father and understand, you know, one of those dumb... Yeah. Storyline things, but so I think he is in one flashback. But one thing that's strange about both those movies, and I, it's just a choice, and I don't quite understand it. So, in the first movie, uh, Beat Takashi, his real name is Takashi Kinto or Kintaro, yeah, Katano, Katano, yeah, yeah. That's his name in the film, too. Right. Is he playing the like game show host character in Beat Takashi? No, he's playing oh. a character. So, like in this movie, in Battle Royale Two, Richie uh, Ricky Taguchi, who yeah. is awesome, who's to me, I think I've said this before on another show, he is Japanese Nick Cage. Yeah, he's in a, almost he's in like all my favorite Takashi Miike movies, and he's always like overacting yeah. and being just a big ham. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Battle Royale Collection, both of them. You can both, both of them? 15 years. Ooh, I know what I'm doing. Now. Immediately. Um, <laughs> but he's great, and he's, like, so over the top in this movie. Like, he's doing these, like, corny faces and just overacting. I don't know. The movie is a lot of fun. First time I saw Battle Royale, 
the first date with a girl. She's like, come over, watch a movie. I'm like, what movie? She's like, I, I got something. So I get over there, and she puts this movie on. Uh, 20 minutes into it, I look over, I'm like, no, I'm getting some pussy. <laughs> like, when somebody's that weird, <laughs> they're throwing it on there, I'm like, oh, I know where this I is going. I didn't know TJ, he showed it to me. That's a weird that's... introductory movie. Isn't yeah, it? You already knew me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were very amped to show it to me, and it, it delivered. It's one of those movies that, the original Battle Royal is one of those movies, again, that, like, you couldn't get over here. It was like, I yeah. had a bootleg copy of it. I, remember I think she, I remember she told me she bought it, like, a stand in the mall. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, I like Battle Royale 2 a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. It, it it reinforces its silly premise in a fun way. Like, I don't know. It, it's very enjoyable. I don't know why people just hate it so much. I owe much. it a rewatch, so when this thing shows up, it's, I will... You can watch it on Netflix before it shows up. It's very... I Like I said, I is it perfect? No. Is it really silly? And, like, a lot? there's a lot of, like, why would you do that? Sure. But, like, think about the first one. Like, it's not like the first one has, like, this, like, concrete plot that's like really well thought out it's just a fun idea that's that's executed well you know what funny is kids today are gonna play and go oh this is fortnite the movie yeah right the hunger or, games. Or this is hunger games yeah when uh, i first heard about the hunger games i was like motherfucker yeah and that the lady that wrote those says that she never saw battle royale sure, sure she did sure you did jared leto yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh so i also watched one other film uh film, film. Uh, I watched uh, Steven Soderbergh's Unsane, which Sean told me was shot on an iPhone, which I had no idea. The movie didn't look like it was shot on an iPhone. I, I thought it was shot on video, like you could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say it shot very well, and that should come as no surprise from Soderbergh. Because that guy like, really, shoots all his own movies. He's really good. Yeah. But it's also like what I liked about it, like right off the bat, and it, like anyone will pick this up, is it's very close. Yeah. And this makes even more sense now that I know it's from a phone. But, like, all the shots are, like, very is in it, your face. Is it steady? Like... Yeah, it's steady. It's not, It's not like, frantic and shaky. But it's just, like, everything is framed in a way. I got that oh, question. Okay. I bought that. Um, everything is framed, like, very close. Like, very tight. And it makes you feel uncomfortable, like, right away. But in a way that you don't... It's not... Uh, overt. Yeah. But it's something you definitely notice. You know what I mean? Like, it's not beating you over the head with it. Um, but what, I don't want to give too much away because this movie is, you know, it just came out. It's in selected cities right now. Um, the marketing for this movie, this is like a theme for me lately because I feel like I've said this about a few movies that I've watched recently. The marketing for this movie is terrible. Like, it does not reflect, the the marketing it showed, like you said, you saw the the trailer, Mm -hmm. right? Where the, it shows it like this lady goes into an insane asylum and she might be held against her will and somebody's there trying to kill her, but like she could be crazy. They're framing up like Jacob's Ladder, Shutter Island, or something it, like that. Exactly, exactly. It's not like that. Weird. It really isn't like that at all. I like Shutter Island. I know a lot of I people. Like Shutter Island. I like Shutter Island a lot. Really? Because I, I felt like a lot of people didn't care for it. Well, I, I liked it. These two What's her name? Um, the uh, the blonde that's in that that movie very good performance Leonardo DiCaprio no nice. his wife that Tom like Hardy. scene where they yeah, fl- yeah, yeah. flash back to what she's done like I love that's that scene Jack Earl Haley's on fire for the ten minutes he's in that movie yeah um but no this movie Unsane is it's actually like a very poignant kind of like I hate to say this because I I I do hate when people say stuff like this but I guess I'm a big hypocrite. This is a very important movie for like the time we're in right now because mm-hmm. it's kind of the way I took it and I think that's it's the only way you can really read the movie. It's about the powerlessness of women in society right now and how people won't listen to them. Yeah, and how like dudes can get away with fucking murder 
and it just doesn't matter, and it's kind yeah, of terrifying. And, like, I think what you have is, like, a really good horror movie, like, a thriller horror movie, yeah. whatever you want to call it, like a really good suspense film that's steeped in a lot of reality, which makes it even scarier. The problem is, is that it was marketed like this weird Jacob's Ladder movie, and that's not... Was the it showing, like, a dream sequence or something well, the in movie, the trailer? The movie looks like she's, like, hallucinating. Yeah, okay. And there's, like... It, is it better than a cure like for it's wellness? It's like a whole movie about oh, yeah. gaslighting. Like it's about no, you're right. I mean, like everyone is basically like she is questioning her own sanity because of all this bullshit that's going on that she can't. And she's trying to like get away from. Like here's what I remember. Here's what I right. from the trailer. She's trying to get away from a stalker, right? But she ends up basically getting committed to a mental inso- mental asylum somehow. And that's that's the basic plot of it. But as far as it like. Is things real? Or are things really happening? Or are they not? Uh-huh. Like you know right away what's going on, and it's just like so. There's no question. No, and the thing is, like that's not a bad thing. Like I, I just, I just wonder that, and I, I could tell from the reactions of the few people that were in the theater with me that I, I just worry that like if people go in expecting one thing and getting something else, that they're not going to care about like actually thinking about the movie and like what it. How it, you know, what kind of movie it was, they're just gonna be like, Well, this wasn't the movie I was sold, so fuck this movie. Yeah. And that is specifically what I heard. This one woman, this little cunty bitch, is like, This is this two hours of my life I'll never get back, like loud enough for me to hear it. Like, I don't care. Lady. Yeah, Peter uh, Soderbergh shot it under his pseudonym again. Oh, it said Peter Soder- Andrews. It said Soderbergh in the credits. Yeah, well, he directed it, but he shot it too. He shoots all his own. Oh, movies. Yeah. oh I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. He also was shot the Nick. Like he what? shot all of it. I know you said he directed, he directed it. it but yeah. Was him doing it on an iPhone like a stunt, or brought to you by Apple? He doesn't. There's like, like you said, I, you had no idea. I had no idea yeah. until Sean told me today. Like, it's not like they make it. They make it known. Yeah, I mean, he's I, just a guy that he's a photographer at heart. So I think he just likes to try different shit. It's a really good movie, though. I, I he's never made a bad looking movie by any stretch of the imagination. No, I haven't. I mean, he's made a lot of movies, and I haven't seen all of them. He's but. a guy I like to think of as like hyper competent. He hasn't, besides like Haywire, he hasn't made a movie that I just like am over the moon about. Oh, but everything he's made is like super solid. Speaking of Haywire. Uh, there's a movie that uh, I almost downloaded the other day. It's Gina Carano. Yeah, I was gonna buy it for you for your birthday. Gina Carano is like some apocalyptic bounty hunter. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get it and we'll watch it. I really like Logan Lucky a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I again, I I haven't seen a again, lot. Again, it's of not a movie again that I'm like, oh my god, but like I really enjoyed it. Like, I think it's a very right, solid movie. Yeah. I think the Nick is one of the best shows on TV that no one watched. I liked The Informant quite a bit. I didn't see it. I never saw it. That's hilarious. Remake's terrible. Speaking... Oh, that's the connection. So, Matt Damon is the guy that shows up in movies now that you don't expect him to, because he's in this movie. He's in Unsane for, like, five minutes, and you're like... What the hell was he in recently, and I, like, didn't even recognize him? Was it something we watched? He was in Interstellar. No, no, no. I know know that. He was in, uh... (laughs) Fuck. Or was it something we saw in a theater recently where it's like... Oh, it was in Thor. Oh yeah, That's yeah. It was. yeah. Oh right, as one of the yeah. bit, one of the character, one of the actors. But anyway, go see Unseen. I think it's really good. I think that like uh, people, people like that have real life uh, problems dealing with with stalkers or, or that kind of thing. It might be too realistic for them to watch because like I, I mean I you know I don't have any you know experience with this sort of thing, but I know well, people at least from that end. Of yeah, it. you've been on the other. I know I walk way too slow to stalk anybody, <laughs> but. Uh, 
I, I know people that have dealt Go with... Go back here, you bitch. I know, I've, known, I've known people that dealt with some shit, and yeah. I feel like this this might be a little too uncomfortable for Michelle for Williams played... That's it. Yeah. The Jacket, I really like that, too. Did Star he Wars. make that? Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. That movie was solid. That. Adrian Brody's yeah. The Jacket. Yeah. It's a weird time when we'll... That movie's cool. I didn't know. I, I saw that in the Machinist the same day. I read a Hollywood video. Yeah. Dude, they got pa- they got pounded. Forty four on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, well, I think yeah. we've all discovered the Rotten Tomatoes is awful. Oh, Universal Soldier, the first one's on Hulu now or Amazon. One of the two, which of is them. also a very good movie. Yeah. First Universal, yeah, the one we watched, the yeah, Lundgren Van Dam. Watch that nineties power slot. Watch that, that awesome movie is scene. Great. Of, the dancing scene. Watch that scene where Dolph Lundgren goes friggin' nuts in that grocery yeah. store and has that like uh, soliloquy. It's fucking fantastic. Dolph Lundgren is killer in that film. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about what we watched no. this week. Oh wait, no. What? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, I was making a joke because yeah. oh, we already we just did that segment. Yeah. All right, no holes barred. We we yeah. screen gems screen, screen gems presents the Gorman Why wasn't this produced by Canon Films? <laughs> this seems like a Canon film. Were they already? Uh, no, they were still eighty nine. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully this isn't terrible. And go. Uh, Blaine and MJO chatting it up about old slow motion sex tape payday Mahone. I'm already lost. <laughs> Blaine. Oh, from Predator. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Rip and Randy got a killer and nibbles thing going on. <laughs> Uh, that's a half-baked joke. Okay. Uh, JBV, which is uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, <laughs> looking like a yacked-up Bo Derek. That guy was the governor of a state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this movie was shot in kayfabe. <laughs> it was. Why would smashing the remote destroy a wall of TVs? Question mark. Hulk is on. Hulk is one greasy weasel jockass. <laughs> Why is ripping them involve a double axe hammer? Take, take a yeah, yeah. That is a great, great observation. Should be like a saw. Or it should like be a, like a like a chokehold or, or a something. Cutter. Or, or like yeah. yeah. Or like you rip his arm from his body or and yeah, beat just, him with it. Yeah, yeah. just rip him. You grendel him. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. Yeah. The bail wolf. Why is it a? Why is he called the hammer? Right. Yeah, at least Pound smash them. Yeah. Well, at least like, Pound them might Randy, be a bit much. Randy, Randy the Ram and yeah. the wrestler made sense because yeah. it was like it looked like a ram. Yeah. The ram jam. The ram yeah. jam. Miss tidings take a leak. <laughs> Greatest insult. No, it's not even take a leak. It's take a leak. leak. Oh, so good. Kurt Fuller is a less intimidating Frank Cross who wants this gacked up meat mountain to break <laughs> his word like this guy breaks props. I've been told that Rip's word is his bond. bond. That was the best. <laughs> the worst take, too. I've been told that Rip's word is his bond. This all beef bangers extra big ass is gonna demolish that old ass surrender seat. <laughs> and, it, and Rip has a very loose understanding of how blank checks and the human digestive system works. What was that scene? Because he sits in the chair and it like creaks. And yeah. then, well, because he's going on about how expensive it was. And but you don't get Louis the payoff the that it breaks. No, like yeah. the, that would be. The, I thought I was well, they had to the save that for the because yeah. they have the same joke later in the movie. Oh, with the bed, yeah. yeah. Hulk's triple C thick thighs smack that collar into scenery. <laughs> then he launches his bulk through the roof where he turns a whole bunch of generic street toughs into fresh paraplegics <laughs> oh to a hot beat-em-up jam. Everyone is damp AF. <laughs> that guy needs to see a gastroenterologist. <laughs> What's up, sexy business lady who, I'm, who I will problematically oogle the fuck out of? <laughs> 
Hey, stop having sex, lady dreams, about me. I will totally now take you to the fancy harp section of Applebee's. Make sure you dress like a seraphim. <laughs> Apparently, Rip is a regular at snooty French harp snail shack. <laughs> that church that they're eating dinner yeah. in? Yeah, that was fucking weird. <laughs> Cross cut to the bar level from Final Fight, where these stuffed shirts can get tattoos, unless, of course, they want the gay bar, which is inexplicably next door, and what can only be the most insane street to be at during closing time. It's like that sentient street from Doom Patrol. <laughs> this bar was the birthplace of shoot fighting and hepatitis. We need to bring back casual cage midgetry. <laughs> The extras from Roadhouse love this titanium-thumbed hillbilly gladiator. <laughs> These dudes' corporate penises are gonna get <laughs> hick bar jungle rot and fall off. This meth monster has addressed that these has assessed that these dudes' dicks were too pathetic to drown in natty light piss. <laughs> yeah, Stan Hansen was not impressed by their dicks. Their tiny wangers. wangers. <laughs> this dude's corporate plan was to televise televise bum fights for a thousand hundred k in tax free yeen. Welcome to Batag. Yeah, a hundred thousand or oh, like a week. A week every week. <laughs> Zeus was making $100,000 every week in tax-free years. It is the World Television Network. Yeah. This is like if Hank Williams Jr. put on a kumite. <laughs> <coughs> oh shit, that wall only had two days left till retirement. <laughs> Debo just face-slammed some lady into the peanut leavens barrel. <laughs> Rip's brother's picture is half the size of this whack-ass cathode ray horseshit TV. <laughs> it looked like the monitor that they have on the desks at yeah. WWE. Like it WWE. looked like a TV that like somebody's mother would have in the kitchen if they were like moderately well-to-do in 1987. Yeah. The only thing lazy about this walking meat missile is that right eye. <laughs> I trained him to kill kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, gang. We kicked Meet the Press's ass. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. Kim Jerry is hosting Tattle of the Buff Guys week two <laughs> in a spark factory. A hundred K a week is bananas. <laughs> I mean, it's what, $5.2 million a year? Hey, I got an idea. I'm going to use your birthday present to make a JOI video and lure him to his Apparently, Rip is an equal opportunity lover. Forty k in damage to save two hundred k in red or two hundred dollars in register sales. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird scene too. Where the waitress is like, "I would, I would bang Rip if I could. If I, I was wasn't, if I wasn't married, I would set you all down the roads." <laughs> Time to drink cologne in my short shorts <laughs> while you change into your problematic sleeping attire. I'll be lonely on this side of our tape fort. <laughs> There's a sequence where we get to see Hulk's like ass, like he just bent over in this little short. You get oh, this lady is a moonlight push-up voyeur. <laughs> I'm gonna take my bikini briefs under booty shorts to the lobby, where I, while I emotionally body slam you with metaphors. <laughs> you, built, you built up so many walls. <laughs> I hate it when you get hurt. Bro got all Ike Turner with this Arthur Anderson honeypot swerve. <laughs> Rip's high thigh split short budget must be five times his TV budget. 
Rip just shit his business yoga pants because Airwolf just crashed his outdoor kids' wrestle fest. I want that Zeus helicopter stride out DLC. I'm sorry, sir. Which eye should I be staring into menacingly? He looks like Nomad from like the 90s reboot of Nomad. Mr. Brell's party time is super problematic. Good thing I inexplicably, inexplicably showed up on my Harley. To tree bang this sexual assassin. <laughs> yeah. God, I hate it when you're hurt. <laughs> time for another factory fight, this time featuring Big John Dud. <laughs> we make two things here sparks and outdated railroad technology. <laughs> I know, did Dagny Taggart own this yeah, place? There was a fucking, there was two steam engines in the background. Uh, guy's just welding the air. Yeah. Randy decides to defend his brother's honor by picking a fight with a beef bulldozer. <laughs> Zeus's motivational gym is a fucking psychopathic homoerotic iron nightmare complete with closed circuit jerk off vision for jacking the rage induced games. And holograms. <coughs> Time to visit my vegetable bro in my saddest of spandexes. <laughs> men who can't love, more like men who can't eat through solid foods. <laughs> Uh, make sure to rip that physical therapy. <laughs> Here's a training slash recovery montage, complete with Rip showing the doctors how rehab is done to a knee, while Zeus power mans some cinder blocks. Welcome to a black tie pit fight in a universe where cops do not exist. Eight sides for double the action. This crowd is much different than the pill heads and unionized <laughs> Spark smelters. <laughs> Zeus is used to performing in front of. <laughs> Zeus is dressed like Scientology's final boss. His <laughs> ball must be telepathically connected. <laughs> I'm glad that landed. Kidnappers are wet bandit level inept. <sighs> Zeus even has a lazy unibrow. Uh, don't worry, the corner squad is to the rescue. Sassy sex lady is free, so Rip is unleashed to make his family proud and his brother walk again. <laughs> Zeus tried to make a Rip kebab, but then Rip saw his brother's finger twitch, so then he went ham on that janky eyed public menace. <laughs> Now I'm going to inexplicably fight this whole crowd and subsequently bury WTS in a pile of tort litigation. <laughs> Kurt Fuller hates props as the Netflix documentary we demand. Zeus got double axe hammered into the Phantom Zone. <laughs> And Brel learns a tough lesson about amperage. <laughs> Hell yeah, murder. And that's it. That's oh, great job. Thank you. All right. So, why does this movie take place in 2136? I don't know. There's no less than three kidnappings in this film. <laughs> yeah. And police are involved none times. So, I, let's go around the room. Because there's so much to unpack. <laughs> what is your favorite strangest part of this film. I, <laughs> I love the uh, Rip. Um, <laughs> Does Rip have a last name? Rip. Rip. Mm. Rip or something. <laughs> um, Rip <laughs> Rip. Rip is like a giant seven-year-old. He's like, and I wish I was big because like every yeah. interaction he has with 
All he wants to do is hang out with kids. He's super wholesome. Yeah, like, he's, like, it's, like, absurd. But he's super wholesome, but he wears, like, booty shorts and, like... He's, like, the Brendan Fraser from that bomb shelter or oh, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, what the fuck's Doesn't matter. Yeah, also, like, I also love that this is clearly, like, a, a script that belongs in, like, some kind of, like, I like this world. <laughs> Where not only... <laughs> Is a corporation... Okay, so Kurt Fuller's pl uh, plot as head of the World Television Network is as follows. They're not getting any ratings, so he's going to sign one individual wrestler to wit TJ mentioned that they don't have a wrestling show. He's just going to sign this one guy. Yeah, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a wrestling... Sh it's not like... So, if you're going to write this movie, it would make sense that Kurt Fuller would be, like, the head of, like, WCW. WCW. Yeah. I gotta get their their top guy. But no, he just, like, is the head of, like, CBS. <laughs> just like, like, it'd be like, it'd be like a fucking, I don't know, Les Moonves or whatever. It's like, right. man, I need to get Roman Reigns and just put him on TV. So he does this by, um, not only attempting to extort Rip, but also dispatching an accountant to as a honeypot, but when she doesn't... Uh, perform the honeypot task because Rip is too wholesome. He dispatches a rapist. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like a professional. A yeah, like a professional rapist. It's real weird. Like he just so and, and then like the because daytime. he can't get the wrestling thing happening, he decides to start showing like pit fights, like legit murders on television. <laughs> Which I don't understand, like, who's advertising on this? Like, they're not advertising for regular wrestling. Like, who is sponsoring these, like... WWE can't even get, like, fucking McDonald's to no. sponsor them. These <laughs> Bazon-scene industrial murders that, well, there's still work. Like, I don't understand the zoning restrictions for this. Like, they are actively welding while these guys are beating each other to death. There's yeah. no permits. It's, uh, it's a lot. But they can get live ratings. Gogs, what, what do you think? I mean... The premise is bananas. <laughs> like, 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 this guy is in charge of an entire television network, and his his entire business plan is centered around kidnapping or blackmailing or strong-arming this super wrestler. <laughs> this one dude. Into joining his network. Ugh. For reasons, but he but, but but Rip's loyal to this other network who you meet no one no no representation thereof no at all. But I think I think my favorite part my the, the I won't say what the most left field part of this whole thing <laughs> is that all of a sudden Rip's old black trainer is, is inexplicably connected to Zeus. Oh, I forgot! Like he's like I trained him. It's like what? But he wouldn't stop <laughs> killing boys. What do you? Find you? Like, where? Where the fuck were you? Why am I dealing with you? How much training did he need? And he's like, here, you gotta put your hands together and then hit him in the head. Three. Moves. Also, we don't understand. Zeus like just got out of prison that day because he shows up in his convict shit. Yeah, he's wearing, wearing his prison yeah. like half his. Which I didn't know shirt? you could take with you. I, I didn't. I mean, yeah. he probably earned it. <laughs> Maybe Are he, you gonna take it away from him? <laughs> but I mean, like, and, and Zeus is earning. If Zeus is earning five point two million dollars a year. If it's a hundred k a week, like 
the fact that his trainer knows him, like that's like that it's irrelevant. Like why do you even need that? It's like so weird. It's well yeah. And then they just drop it. Like, it's no different than at the very beginning of the movie, like the first lines of dialogue are like Rip and Randy have had a special bond ever since their mother passed away or something like that. <laughs> it's just like what? It's the room level of like, drop plot threads. Uh so my favorite weird thing in this whole movie is Hulk Hogan's uh, wardrobe. <laughs> it is, I it, I can't. It, it, it is something. Spandex. It is something. Spandex. There's a point. The where only time he wears regular clothes is he's wearing this fucking white linen suit. Oh yeah, and <laughs> barely. If that's your classification of regular, it was all crocodile tubs to the fucking. When friends. he shows up at that restaurant in that white suit, he looks like an angel. Like, you know, in movies where like they like show like the, yeah. the personification of an angel and yeah. it's just a guy like in a pure white suit. That's exactly what he looks he like. He is glowing, but he wears so like he wears so many different spandex headband outfits. In like, this he's movie. like thematic ones. Yeah. It's amazing. He's wearing wrestling boots. The, Two four seven. What's that? What's that? That fucking booze. I don't drink it, but it, like you spin it up and it's got like a tornado inside. You know what I'm talking about? Like hell. Oh, but I want to. No, it's it's uh it's called like it's got like the little gooby glops in it and stuff. It's it's kind of if you anyway, but it, yeah, it's like it, it's like that's what one of his shirts look like. Yeah. It's just like this, this spirally kind of vapor wavy nonsense. <laughs> like it was amazing, and then like. I, I mean, my second favorite part is the the weird, like, sort of sex scene in the movie. <laughs> so, like, so they do this kind of I Love Lucy thing where, like, they they only got one hotel room. Or they, they, they Somehow they, they didn't book them two hotel rooms. You find out Kurt Fuller yeah. did that on purpose to, like, I don't know. So Rip wouldn't have sex with her or I don't, I mean, like... If if we're all adults here, like if you get stuck in a room, you're just like, all right, well, we'll yeah. just sleep on the floor, right? We'll just sleep on we're the bed. We'll all book another room, yeah, because I'm I'm the most famous person yeah, on. Rip also Earth. has like tons of money. Why couldn't he? Just- I'm so famous that my uh, ratings upswing for your network is like excused by several murders right. <laughs> and an attempted rape. Yeah, um, a contractor, a rape <laughs> contractor, go from Angie's list. Oh Jesus. Oh. Uh, but, uh, so anyway, they, they do this, like, I Love Lucy thing where he, he has the strongest tape known to man, <laughs> and he tapes up a, a sheet wall between the, the two sides of the bed, and they have, like, the real awkward dialogue where he's, like, basically telling her he, he should loosen, like, he, she should loosen up and date and whatnot, which is weird anyway. You must like, be lonely. Yeah. You're so pretty. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm gonna it's do like, night push-ups now. <laughs> but, oh, well, they, they're getting to it, so... So then the next, they cut, she, like, falls asleep, but then she wakes up to... And, and like, the bed's violently shaking. So, like, you're led to believe that he's, like, whacking off? <laughs> yeah, he's just... Which, you know... And, then, yeah, and, then, and this is a movie, by the way, in 1989, was marketed to children. And then it switches to a POV of shot. what? Yeah, like, his knees? I don't know, are we supposed to... Is that supposed to be his... What is are that we supposed shot to Is that supposed to be his ass? Is that supposed to be his dick? No, but I think no, it's but like, like his what, knees. What, what, is, what, like what are we humps? meant to think it is? Yeah, but what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. How is it his dick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is he having a butt for a dick? But then he's like, but then the pants out, you can tell he's doing push-ups in his little tiny bikini briefs, which but is also so gross. Fast. He can't be doing full motion. I don't know, it's man. Terrible. It is awful. And then the bed breaks and she falls on his bed uh, on him and he's like, 
He's like, just get off me. You, you, blah, blah. Like, you, this that's wouldn't be a problem if you stayed on your side of the bed. Yeah, this, you built up more walls than anybody. Yeah, and then he like storms he has, like, out. The of the softest delivery. It's like this wouldn't be a problem if you stayed <laughs> on your side of the bed. Well, I know a couch out in the hallway that's got a better sense of humor than you. It's so weird though. Like, His delivery it, is berserk. Give, <laughs> give me guilt sex. Berserk is. The- <laughs> but like, he doesn't like. It's weird because. They go out of their way with that scene in the restaurant to make it that Rip is like a great lover yeah. and that people are like are like attracted to him. Yeah. But then like You're talking the, about the, the soul food restaurant, restaurant, not, not the, the fancy French restaurant. No. Apparently he balls out tremendous. No, no, no. I'm talking about like the diner <laughs> that yeah. speaks French. But like Oh, it's Hulk Hogan speaking French is fucking a natural treasure. Do you get any like indication that Rip wants anything to do with this woman? No, he could by the way is gorgeous, but super gay. Like, yeah, but like when she first gets introduced, he does a whole lot of these. He goes, but that's it. That's another drop. no, no, no. But then when no, when she's first introduced, she's at the front of the table and he's staring at this like Jane the Mouse over here, giving her this quizzical look because he can't figure out like what a woman is. Yeah. Yeah, it's Sam can be a lady's name. It's really weird. There's like, an accountant that's gonna be put in charge of your marketing campaign. <laughs> in the middle of bumfuck Nebraska? Like, where is this Motel 6 that they're staying? I don't know. This is like this. They took a private jet there. This is this weird, like, convergence of parallel realities, <laughs> California, because this bar they go to is something else. Oh, like, and they just remember. They the the Kirk Fuller and the other the uh, other uh, TV execs yeah. they just happen to go there right. and find that pit fighting is happening. Yeah, because oh, really? it's they like didn't seek it what, out? no, because he's like this gives me an idea. Remember, like yeah. They just so they just went there, there for lunch. <laughs> really? I hear this place got really good chicken fingers. What I like is that there is presumably like this is like every stereotype about what there's pool. There's <laughs> people literally getting tattooed <laughs> at the bar. There are men pit fighting. There is a bathroom labeled VD room that is just overflowing. It has a loose piss. pit bull in it. Yeah. But next door is a gay bar. Like, it's, like, it's like the neighborhood. I, like you said, that Friday night, when, they, when those bars clear out, that's got to be a fun I feel time. like at a certain point, they're both gay bars. <laughs> this is what kind of gays you're trying to get into. But like Stan Hansen's just walking around in his big fucking Herman Munster shoes. Looking for tiny wagons. And this waitress, it's like, I want to get laid, relayed, and parlayed. <laughs> Yeah, the whole time she's, she's like got this snorting. Yeah, this, yeah, like she's got a deviated septum or something. Oh, I, it wouldn't have slowed me down. No. <laughs> yeah, they just happen by happenstance end up in like <laughs> this bar that's got to be a bar of like local legend, right? Right. Like, the, people have to know about midget. this. Place. Yeah. Yeah. It, this gives me an idea, boys. It was so fuck. And then it, like he has a Kurt Fuller. By the way, we haven't said it yet, but and I'm sure we'll get into it in our five knuckle shovels. Kurt Fuller is fucking amazing in no, this movie. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's like, bringing everything to this fucking baffling idiot movie. <laughs> he's like, America, gotta love it. It's like, you know, Trump's America, this bar. Miss Tidings, take a leak. <sighs> this movie is so good. <laughs> it's so fucking... This like, poor, what's, I can't remember, Sam, I can't remember the actress's name. She's gorgeous, too. She's honestly. just getting it ever because she gets back from this... Uh, failed honeypot thing, and Kurt Fuller just slaps the S- piss slaps out. Slaps her. her so hard she like falls completely down and gives her a black eye, like yeah. on both sides. Mm. Yeah, this is a this is a problematic movie for women, right? And say. then he's like, now just I'll send the rape guy now. Give yeah. me, give me the rape guy. And the rape guy attacks her like in the middle of the day. And then Hulk Hogan, <laughs> who sees her getting raped, and just by, again by happenstance has me riding his hog silently up to the rape. <laughs> um. Gets this guy on there, 
and mashes him into a tree and laughs. It's like this woman's <laughs> right. About to get raped. He's and, like a you're a walking off. Like Sean said, the, the, r- trying to chase someone down with a motorcycle, like in a parking lot, is probably the most awkward way to chase someone down. This movie's full of questions. Can we talk parts. about how Hulk Hogan busts out of this limousine and it like explodes? <laughs> the roof explodes. He spends ten minutes trying to kick. He kicks dents. Through, through the, the door, door, basically. Yeah. He can't escape this prison box. But then he he erupts from the roof. <laughs> like he obliterates it. I mean this roof is particles. But like he's like he's like it's a full kip up. Like he's yeah. all the way it's like well, he just like he's out above like, the, it's, like it, full out. It turns lands. into like a McDonald's toy because it's just like this <laughs> upper half sticking on top he's got of the inch vertical. Like he just he, goes. Then he proceeds to murder several people. Yeah. This old man shits his pants. Yeah. In fear. Has uh, one of the greatest lines ever. What's that smell? That dookie. <laughs> With one of the weirdest readings of dookie. <laughs> that's ADR. That's gotta be. They know, then, like, do it different. But then Hogan, like, the whole time has got this weird, like, Popeye face. And just smash on. cuts. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, I think that's when he's in rip mode. Like, oh, is that what that is? Uh, like, you know, when the when the beast is loose. Like, uh, he kind of had that at the end, too. Can we talk about Rip's satin blue jacket with rip. a bicep on the back? <laughs> rip of. I want that jacket so bad. And he throws up the shaka like the hang ten sign. Yeah. Like after everything, including after he murders Zeus and Kurt Fuller immolates himself on a mixing board. Yeah. <laughs> Can we watch it again? Seriously, it's like God said, it's like the end of the running man. Hulk Hogan signed WWE No Holds Barred Rip'em shirt. Autograph. 300 e 260 yeans. Not bad. They got the jacket. Please tell me they got the jacket. Yeah, I think we have to make the jacket. No, oh, I want that jacket. I have to go red bubble that shit. What it is? It's like the end of. It turns into the end of the Running Man. Like, yeah. well, yeah, because Kurt Fuller's dead, and all these people in the audience are just like, yeah. How? At the okay, so he did. <laughs> so this battle of the tough guys has been on for what three weeks? Yeah. Um, how Two much? Two factories in a bar. We skipped over the whole like fucking like. Uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Um, what? Uh, what is the this the Lost Highway Nightmare Gym sequence? Oh yeah, we, <laughs> oh yeah. When when uh, Rip finally decides he wants to face Zeus, he goes to Zeus's gym, and there's like uh, like the Kurt Fuller's made these tapes like in Clockwork Orange to yeah. like to taunt Zeus, and then at one point there's like a Enter the Dragon type moment <laughs> where. Hogan walks into like a room with a bunch of mirrors and Zeus is there and he's like Zeus and he like it does like weird dissolves and he breaks through all the mirrors and you find that it's a projection. Yeah. It's- so it's been on for three weeks. They have the finals. How much is a ticket to this thing? Because there's like twelve seats and everybody's dressed like <laughs> Daddy nines. Warbucks. Yeah. Like- yeah. They're putting on the Ritz. But everyone couple can- grand. You think it has to be? But yeah. why? And Why'd how you go see it if you're like a Rudy Snooty? One, how come before they're like fighting in front of construction workers and foundry people, and now it would make sense if all of them were shot in front of like sort of a like uh, what's that movie where you murder the, everybody once the a year? Them two? No, the um, purge. The purge, like a purge level high society wants yeah. to see death fighting. Sure, I kind of like that idea. It's not saying that loud. Or they already did that. That was in the purge. They pit fighting that. No, but they have like public execution. Oh yeah, I remember that's one of the the Trump's kids are in that one. Yeah. Um, The, but like you think if every one of those 
Like, if all of them were set up like that. Like, yeah. Zeus is just destroying it in front of, like, these yeah. snooty jerk-offs. But they're not. He's just like, all these factory workers are getting it for free. Right. I'm and guessing it's, they're showing up to work one day. Like, when did you show up at your job like one w- day? It's like WCW's yeah, model. Yeah, because they were just getting all comps. Right. It's like, because <laughs> yeah. nobody's checking tickets because uh, Rip Jr., whatever. Uh, Rip Jr. What is his name? Oh, uh, Randy. Randy. And his friend with the mod tie just walk in the back of this steam engine factory. <laughs> And just show up and there's like How do they find out without there? Twitter? Good How do you find anything back in the day? I don't know. But yeah, and it's not even like the thing at the end in some grand ballroom or casino. It's in a TV studio like where they shoot Donahue. It's kind of like the exact opposite of Rocky Five, where all the fighting happens in rings and then the final fight happens in the street. Yeah. And all the street fights and then it happens in a swanky ballroom. You know what's weird too is that there's no like... So you got the battle for the tough guys or whatever and... But you never have Rip fighting any more wrestlers. Like, he, there's no, like, like counter-programming. Well, he's busy uh, be reassuring you that the WWF cares about charity shit, because he says charity about 30 times. That is true, yeah. Or fighting crime. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the dead president stopped by. This yeah. movie is something else. And the ex-president. It's so weird. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, guys? This movie's fucking weird. Do we want to get to five local shuffles? Yeah. I'm very interested yeah. to hear these scores. <laughs> Gogs, it's your pick. You go. Eight? Yeah. <laughs> this movie is so... I mean, this movie is with its faults. <laughs> but it is just... I mean, you, your foot's on the gas the whole time. You don't have time to you realize time how to fucking retarded like, this movie like, is. Yeah, you, the whole time you're... The, the, by the time you've gotten the up out of what? Out of your mouth, the next weird shit's happening. Like, this movie is... Non-stop. Good luck connecting all these dots. The whole, time, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, why can't all the WWE movies be this fucking stupid? You know what I mean? Like, why why couldn't Condemn 2 be this This stupid? is, like, stupid. Like, so beyond stupid, it's, like, brilliant. Yeah. Right? Like, it's almost avant-garde It is. You couldn't make this movie. Like, if you are trying to make, like, a, right. a, like a copycat, no, you couldn't do it's it. It's impossible. Good luck. So, yeah, it's, it's like... like it's so fucking weird. And like, like, what does Zeus do when he's not training? Like, is he just? I think that's get, all he does. You get no, you get no Zeus downtime. All Zeus is is just rage. Like he's just, and he's just beating up bums. And then it's like you almost have to like trank him and then put him in his his, his fucking ice coffin and then send him back to his weird gym with pictures of Hulk Hogan and Kurt Fuller giving him demotivational speeches like. It's so... And he whipped that gym up and that logo so fast! Yeah. yeah. Oh, we have no idea how much time takes place over... Oh, I mean, that's yeah, true. Is, yeah. Yeah, no idea. The time... There's time issues, so to speak. But I have no idea. Like, it's like a dream. Like, it would have been two days. It had to have been at least three weeks, right? Because presumably, well, yeah. Battle of the Tough Guys is a weekly show. I love the press conference, the shitty looking press conference that Kurt Floor is like, we got a new show. It's called Battle of the Tough Guys. He made it up right there. <laughs> oh, I loved it. It's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> that Rick and Morty interdimensional kind of yeah. It's like, it's called Battle of the Tough Guys. Yeah. It's called Two Brothers, <laughs> Tomato, Alien. Uh, Sean. Nine. Wow! This movie is like fucking mesmerizing. It's it's like a cross between La Jetée and Gozu. Like it's like 
it's so fucking bizarre. Like, I've never seen anything this insane in my entire life. Like, I was like, we were like transfixed. Like, I, I don't even know, like, I couldn't even describe this movie to somebody without sounding like a fucking lunatic. It's because the central premise is so stupid. The fucking script of like a fever dream. Like, and it's, it's just like so fast. <laughs> you definitely get the sense they were like, let's get this shit over with. 93 minutes of pure octane. You could have told me this movie was 23 minutes and been like, okay. Kurt Fuller has a bust of himself. Yeah. Somewhere in Hollywood or in somebody's garage I or want... somewhere, there's a bust of Kurt Fuller as the head of the WTN. I bet you Vince has a bust of himself. Oh, for sure. That's how long. That's probably where it comes from. They Every... break so much shit. Like, Kurt Fuller is like. The most e- Kurt Fuller's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> well, at one point, that in the very beginning, when Kurt Fuller's talking to like his executives or whatever, he's got like a People's Choice Award <laughs> yeah. or something in his hand, or it's one of those crystals from the Fortress of Solitude <laughs> that he gets from his like long lost business father when his business plan had exploded, and then he smashes that after he t- tells that woman to take a piss. <laughs> take a leak. Take a leak. Just. Like, Rip is, like, some kind of, like, demented man-child. Like, he has no idea how to interact with anybody whatsoever. Yeah, is, maybe he's, is he, like, autistic? Maybe that's, like, what this movie's like. He's, like. he's, like, unchecked evil and there's no consequences. Like, how do you have... No, he dies. No, I guess that's true. It's like, <laughs> that's a, like, it's a pretty heavy consequence. <laughs> from, like, from a legal... And I guess from a legal standpoint, Rip won't be in trouble. Like, no one's... There is no law. There's no law. There's no cops. I mean, that bar that they go to and the pit fights before Battle of the Tough Guys, like, people are just getting beat to death. I think you're right. I think it happens in the And, and I'm pretty sure Sam telekinetically lifts the keys from a guard <laughs> at some point. Yeah, that was weird. Well, there's at one point where Rip gets kicked in the balls and his brother goes, Ooh. <laughs> also, 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 Sam breaking away from her, like, captors meant nothing. I don't I mean, think opening the well, door. Well, no, because now that he knows that she's free, he, he can go full Rip. Oh, oh, right. And throw Tiny Zeus Lister literally into hell. And that way, <laughs> and that way he doesn't have to point all, disappoint all those Ripaholics or whatever. This movie is. I could not imagine having. I wish I was an adult in 1989 and went to this movie and be like, what with your the f- son or daughter? Like, yeah. uh, it's like fucking like. Fucking, it, it's like William Burroughs' fucking no holds barred. <laughs> well, because the thing is, too, like in that time period, the only people that liked Hulk Hogan are young yeah. children. Like, kids. all the adults watched WCW Georgia Championship Wrestling or whatever it was. Yeah, like, well, I don't know. Like, did they only screen this at Andy Warhol's factory? Like, was this the only place you could see this fucking movie? <sighs> it's crazy. Uh, we okay. found out that it cost $8 million and made $16 million. So, moderate success. Yeah. Teagles. Uh, I give this an eight. Uh, this movie is so we've said this time and time again, but like if you're gonna if, if the, the don't be boring and be confusing, and this movie is so not boring and so confusing, <laughs> like you can't get your head around any what. Keep going. I'll, I'll reveal it. There's no part of the plot that makes any sense. Like you can't make heads or tails of almost right. anything in this movie. No. Um. It's relentlessly hilarious, but it doesn't mean to be. No. It's the best kind of bad movie. Because it's right? not trying to be bad. Right. It's not machete. No. But it it is not... Tr- it's trying to be a real movie, but failing just gloriously. You know what I mean? I, I loved it. I, I And it's one of these things I said to you guys when we started watching it. This is a movie that gets thrown around on like worst movie lists. 
I get I anytime I see those, it's just like get out of here. We're no, chill, we, we're chill factor. We we're, swim in much deeper water than those lists. Yeah. Like I'm tired of these normie bad movie lists. Like this movie is hilarious. <laughs> I, I would I I would I legit would go home and watch this movie again. I had so much fun. <laughs> I I, I don't know when's the last time I've enjoyed a movie this much because it's just so fucking stupid. We were howling at some of the stuff in this movie. It's like, hysterical. <laughs> like it is so because again, you had to have a crew. You yeah. had to somebody write it. You had to somebody film this, and they're all just like, "Yeah, all right." It's like, <laughs> like that Patton Oswalt. Just it's like, do you think men, blood sports boring? <laughs> <laughs> men built sets for this. Yeah. Right. There's some guy who missed his son's t-ball game. No, he was, God damn it! I will finish. <laughs> no holds barred. I mean, like, we blew the doors off of the Rotten Tomatoes score. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> we were we're 83 percent here <laughs> on movie the podcast. What's the Rotten Tomatoes? Eleven. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, they can suck a dick. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. I, I Again, like, I don't even know if I enjoy it for camp. Like, I think I just legitimately enjoy this movie. It was fun. <laughs> and Kurt Fuller's fantastic. Like, take away everything else. Talk about Escalation. Like, he is so far beyond the pale as just, like, a television executive. I, I loved it. I, I absolutely love this movie. I actually might purchase this movie because I liked it so much. So, yeah, I wish Alec was here. I feel like he would have enjoyed it as well. I based it 8-9. Yeah. That mix. Uh, so what's next month? April. Next month is April. Oh, it's Planet, aren't we doing Planet of the Apes movies? Oh, Planet, Planet of the, of the April. April. Yeah. Now, is it just Planet of the Apes movies or movies with apes in it? Well, I don't know. I, guess I think it should decide. be anything with apes, right? Yeah. Apes of Pop and Tail of the Chip. <laughs> so, we can watch Congo. Oh, God. No. Ooh, Michael Crichton's Congo. That Bruce was a, Campbell's Congo. That was a movie where I was very... Like God, I was very young when I saw Congo. I think I was... That, I always one. think of the Taco Bell when I think of that movie. I remember laughing out loud in the theater and then like, a bunch of people like threatening to kick us out of the theater because like, you remember in the movie where just all these monkeys are jumping in lava? Yeah. Anthony and I... Amy, bad gorilla. Anthony <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest shit ever. People were like, shut up, because they weren't laughing. It was serious, but yeah. I'm sorry. It was like bad CGI gorillas jumping in lava. It looked fucking hilarious to me. All right, Congo, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of monkey movies. I wouldn't mind watching some of the like offshoot Planet of the Apes. Oh movies, yeah, like, like that beneath deep. the Planet of yeah. the Apes. Yeah, that shit's fun. Go ahead, guys. Joan Severance, who played Sam mm-hmm. and Moore, whatever her name was, <laughs> yeah. Samantha and Moore. <clears throat> Do you ever see See No Evil, Hear No Evil? Yeah, Meet at Gold. Yeah, yeah. The Richard Pryor. Yeah, she was the chick that took her gear off know. and got. Let me see that. Released them hounds. This WWE Easter has turned out better than most WWE Easter's. Wow, that's a uh, very impressive. Yeah, nice swoop. Uh, um, so yeah, so do you have any ape movies? I'm that- just gonna look at like what ape movies are. Pop- oh, we can watch Mighty Pe- Peking Man. Is that super racist? What about Mighty Joe Young? Uh, I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. So Planet of the Apes role, King Kung Fu. Category oh. Wikipedia films about apes. If Alec makes us watch the fucking Peter Jackson King Kong movie, I'm quitting the podcast. Did we watch Twelve Monkeys. No, dang. Yes. Why can we watch Twelve Monkeys? Because monkeys are apes. So but there's like, but there's not really monkeys in it. They're like actually, I don't know if monkeys are apes. Chimps are apes. Whatever. Okay. Monkeys, monkeys, monkeys are monkeys. But there's no monkeys in Twelve Monkeys. That's a good point. Got it's a great that. movie too. It's very good. Uh, Alright, oh, what about, uh, what's the one with, um, Any Which Way But Loose? 
Oh yeah, we go out and should watch the second one. Oh, uh, any which, any which way you can. Yeah, yeah. That that would be acceptable. Yes. Okay. Well, who who gets the pick? Uh, it's Gogs because it's Snake. Oh, Snake okay. Draft. Snake okay. Draft. Well, then I'll work on it this so week. So you think about it. All right, everybody. I'm so. either picking Congo or one of those movies where the ape is also a sports player. Oh shit! Like MVP. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna watch. I, I think I'm gonna pick one of the or like, Iron Monkey. <laughs> The, oh, ur- the urban gorilla sounds problematic. Well, there's one called uh, the. <laughs> hang on a second. Good night, everybody. Crazy Spooks. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, that's the song is gonna play that one out. <laughs> what's that movie where that that song? Uh, what should bangs I, all those monkeys in the woods? What should it? Peg Barton. Gorillas in the Mist. Yeah. What? All right, it's, it, stop recording, please. No, what's what Jane Goodall? She yeah. she, she hand jibbers all those. Movies. I know, but she gets decapitated. Well, did she? I think so. No. All right, see you, everybody. Let's get to go morning. I want to go home. <laughs> oh no, there's a movie called King Kung Fu, which is a spoof of King Kong and Kung Fu done in a slapstick style. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for